Hello and welcome to episode number four. Three. Um, no, this is four. four. Three. No, this is four. Was I not here for one? No, no. you were. Because we talked about That's in the four. first week, we talked about what does <laughs> we, we for the, the first week we, we talked about what does keep it real mean. Yeah. The second one we talked about unwritten rules, and then the third one we talked about about the food, right? Yeah, the food. The yeah. food. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Same food every day. Yeah. yeah. Episode four. Episode thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. That for was not us. scripted. I no. literally had no, no idea. Uh, Tristan, Adam, as you've already heard, Jordan and uh, Tyler uh, here with you for this one, guys. Uh, as all of them. Yeah, it's gonna. It. I mean, we've had we had Thanksgiving. We had some time away from it. Well, except Jordan and Tyler, you guys didn't really have time away from no, each other. No, we never do, unfortunately. Yeah, they're they're brothers. They kind of live together. Uh, not well. Yes, in that way. Um, but I, I think like the way that I think Thanksgiving is is interesting in the fact that we all get a a break from each other. You know, uh, obviously you guys get a break from us, which I think you guys appreciate. Uh, <laughs> Some extent. I mean, I appreciate being away from you guys. No, it was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I know Adam loved it. Woo! So uh, just kidding. Well, I think like that that's healthy. Uh, you know, in any we need some space. friendship or, yeah, yeah. or anything. You know, you need some alone time. You need some time to yourself. We all need time to recharge. And you know, we're coming up on on winter break coming up here in a few weeks. You know, finals weeks coming up, and we're not going to be able to you know do this. So I think it it puts importance and makes this seem a little bit more precious than it probably would be otherwise. Would you guys say? Yes. yes, I would yeah. say you're very precious, Tristan. We, oh, thank you. Yeah, we, uh, we love your preciousness. Yeah, here. Uh, thank you. Um, one thing that we did want to talk about is is kind of in in sports realm. And I know we're all sports guys, and we know not everyone is, but we're we're gonna take this in a way other than sports. But Adam, you kind of had something you want to talk about. Yeah. Take it away. I, there's certain right now we're talking. Uh, Brian Kelly has left Notre Dame to uh, Baton Rouge to uh, I don't know eat some you know, fish or something. Some um, occasion some, Yeah. But, you know, we look at the terms of commitment and, and not seeing things to or, or to uh, to its completion, uh, kind of giving up, if you will, um, or following the the uh, the Lincolns and the uh, Washingtons. Uh, Washingtons on the dollar Benjamin. bill. He probably didn't get a lot of those. Benjamins. Yeah, there um, you go. And, uh, of course, with Lincoln Riley. Uh, Lincoln. Yeah. Lincoln's. You talked about Lincoln. Yeah. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, he, him, going to the uh, Sunshine State, which is not California. No, the, uh, the, I don't. This is awkward. Yeah. Um, I'm just rambling and bambling. Yeah, but anyway, so so it, in both those cases, their seasons are very much still alive. Notre Dame um, could be in the uh, college football playoffs next to Cincinnati, probably, because um, Cincinnati's in the playoffs no matter what. <laughs> but they just have to win. That's another discussion, but. But we look at the terms of commitment. You see two leaders, two two CEOs of these teams leave something before the season's even over. Um, they're, they're putting themselves ahead of the team. And, and, and I'm not a fan of that. I don't think a lot of people are. Um, I, I, don't, I don't believe in following the money. Um, yeah, it's about money, but also it's about, like, your character. And I think that's going to look badly on, on PK in the future and, and on, on, on Lincoln Riley. Uh, two and and they're just they're just a two they're just a two this. There's a two most recent example. Yeah, exactly. It's been happening for you know 
Yeah, I mean, that's... You, you, in, in any sector, in any corporate field, in anything, yeah, you're always gonna. There are always gonna be people that leave for more money. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I agree. But we're just talking about specifically this because it's the most fresh example and at least the most well-known example of this. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I'm a big fan of commitment and seeing things through and fighting through the pain and the adversity uh, to see things through. And I'm sure you guys feel the same way. Yeah, and I'll, I'll jump on. I mean, I agree with you, but I'll jump on devil's advocate for a second. Here we go. Uh, oh, you're taking my role. I usually jump on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, but I was uh, scrolling through Instagram today, and I follow Stephen A. Smith, and he had a, a decent point about it at Ryan or not uh, with Brian Kelly, I should say, in LSU, and he's, he's like said, "Oh, it's a good move for LSU. It's a good move for Brian Kelly." And I mean, honestly, if you just look at it from a very narrow point of view, Kelly's getting more money. He's going to a SEC school he's got a chance to compete with guys like not like not even complete with the players but with coaches names like Nick Saban and Kirby Smart those are the two like of the biggest names in college football now he's throwing his name into that conversation in the SEC playing against those teams so for him that's an upgrade that's an opportunity that uh, he's really it's hard to pass up on and also that comes along with the money and being at LSU which is going to get a crap ton of recruiting so for uh, both Kelly and uh, Lincoln Riley, they're good career decisions, uh, but we could question their character. I mean, a lot of people have been questioning uh, Brian Kelly's character for a while. There's been some red flags in the past, and this one, uh, especially the way that he left, kind of confirmed some of those things. Well, considering he left over text, and I think that kind of, I don't mean to take this into like a relationship sort of thing, but like, have you guys ever ended a relationship, or have you guys ever thought like, let me stop you right there. Talking to the wrong people. Let me talk. Let me stop you right there. Jordan's never been in a relationship. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so do you? So let's just take this in a theoretical. Do you think it is a something that you can do to end a relationship over text? Because in my opinion, it's not. No. In my opinion, you have to have that conversation. Adam, Tyler, what do you guys think? Yeah, there there has to be some level of communication because yesterday we saw at least one assistant coach from Notre Dame was at a recruit's house. You know, talking about, you know, Brian Kelly's a great leader, you know, uh, Brian Kelly's a winning his coach in Notre Dame history and all this crap. And then he walks out of the house and hears the news that his boss, who sent him there on that recruiting trip, uh, basically left, you know, the door wide open uh, on his way out. Hopefully it didn't hit him on the way out. Um, but it's like there's certain levels of you have to communicate with your people and and I look at, you know, a, a football program as a family uh, and you have to tell the family before, you know, the tweeter, the tweeters of the world find out about it. Because uh, if you were on Twitter the other day, it was, it was pretty sweet. Uh, well, I think that's also kind of how it goes with um, other things, too, in, in terms of sports and even like. With, with Kobe Bryant's death, how Vanessa Bryant found out with TMZ before she figured out from the police um, and, and things like that. Like, I think that that's just kind of like, yeah, that's something, but that's something you can't control. No, she can't control that. But yeah. you, you know what I, it's kind of the same, Absolutely. same yeah. can of worms, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. It's the same feeling of feeling betrayed because you weren't told something you should have been told. And that kind of gets into what I've been trying to say here for a bit that you're talking about. How you do that in terms of class, Tristan, you brought up the texting example. That's not a classy way to do something. If you wanted to get out of a relationship or just anything in general, a job, whatever it be, you have to do it with class because sometimes there are better people out there. If you go to the relationship one, there are better jobs out there that you just can't pass up an opportunity. 
but you could be like Lincoln Riley and have a bit more class, or you could be like Brian Kelly and um, do what he did, like we've been talking about. So I think the, that kind of ties into real life is to, if there's an opportunity, you can go ahead and take it, but you have to have some class as to what you still need to get done there before you go. You can't just take off and leave like Brian Kelly is doing. Yep. But I think you don't let those opportunities just pass you by because you're already locked in one place. So do we think yeah. class still exists? And, and and I guess according to that, you know, the, we're, we're four dudes. Uh, you know, does chivalry still exist? You know, yeah. in terms of, or, or, or is it different than what some people think chivalry, the definition is? It definitely still exists. And that's that's something that is good to hear. Uh, but there is certainly fading as well. It's dwindling, dwindling away a little bit. Uh, just with kind of culture and all that, it's kind of one of those things that's kind of going away. Uh, people just, you know, especially with like, I, I sound like I'm 80 years old now. We're talking about cell phones and all that, but like, back know, when I was, yeah, <laughs> we didn't yeah, have these cell phones. We had to, to walk to someone's house, talk to them. But no, for real, uh, like always, always using phones and communicating, like not seeing someone's face for me, like. It's very important if I'm having a genuine conversation, I want to see someone's face. So if I want to like talk to my parents or something, I want to FaceTime. I don't, I just want to like uh, call them unless it's a quick call or something. If I want to catch up with, with them, I'll try to see their face. And so I don't know, that's just something that I feel like is kind of being lost as we go on and on with these phones and just clicking buttons and sending texts. Uh, yeah. Like there's a, there's a face behind every single phone and, uh, that kind of face-to-face -face connection, I feel like, is being lost, and it's kind of it's frustrating me to be honest. You know, I think that's interesting because you say you Facetime your parents. I only call my parents. Yeah. I hardly ever Facetime them, and I don't know why. I think it's just always been a thing. I don't Facetime people. I think it's just because I don't know. I I I think for me, it's just one of those I can I can better communicate if I'm not having to worry about my surroundings. I guess. Or people around me, other because I'm better talking face to face, and I know like you're like Tristan. That's the exact point of FaceTime. But at the same time, you're kind of distracted on other things and and stuff like that. And I know that's the same thing as a phone call, but I guess there's no rhyme or reason to it. I just I don't know. I well, prefer, it's, it's definitely prefer different. It's different than having a face to face conversation, right? Because you're oh, not standing yeah. right next to them. But also like ties into. Like COVID too, with the masks, even if you're talking to someone face to face, like if you can only see their eyes, that's only part of the story. You need kind of like that, that lower part of your face, the the mouth and the nose and all that, like talking, like you could just talk to someone over the phone. But I think getting those genuine reactions, getting facial expressions is like a huge part of connecting. And that's been something that's been taken away as well. But wait, how many people look different when they take I know, off right? their masks? Like you, like when they take off their mask and you're like, you look nothing like you, I thought the yeah. way you would. So, especially I, being yeah. here at school, we, we have a mask mandate. There's so many people that you see and you just, you're like, you, you have a picture of what they look like and then they take off that mask and you don't see them with that. I would like to flip it to around. a serious, but yeah, when you take off a mask, not just the, you know, the, medical ones but the mask of your personality the mask of yourself um, i think that's a huge thing and i don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast but that's so. something i feel very strongly I think about something we should get into it's you know when you when you are wearing a mask you, you are covering a part of you and, and i'm not talking about the medical one i'm talking about like your yeah, yeah. mask with certain groups with certain people certain folks um in certain situations um i like 
I'll be honest, I'm very genuine about my character. I, I um, think if I had to describe you in word, it was be it would be genuine. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much the same person um, wherever I'm at, and I, I that's something I take pride in being the same person. I don't try to, you know, put on a show for a certain group or a certain uh, person or or whatever I'm in. Um, and I think this is a neat opportunity to do that literally, literally um, to show them that, you know, don't just don't put on a mask, be yourself um, and, and find a group that's accepting of that. Yeah. That's I, something I, that I'm a big believer in. Yeah. And I think that like I've for a while, I tried to be somebody different than who I was, I think, uh, growing up. Like, it was cool to be one thing, or it wasn't cool to be something else, which I was. Um, but now I think I've realized that I'm going to be myself, and that's my brand. Like, we talk a lot about brands, and in, in not just our our industry, but in just the world. You know, brands are a big thing. I mean, you can, like, literally, we're watching TV right now. Like, there, there have been probably three commercials in this commercial break, and all three of them are major brands from different corporate companies every one of those companies have a different brand right they have things that you would expect from their company like you wouldn't expect like you know matthew mcconaughey is like the spokesman for like lincoln you know yeah like he's always in the lincoln, lincoln Riley. no 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 it, yes but no um <laughs> you know like matthew mcconaughey is in the lincoln commercials it'll be weird to see him in like a buick instead of shaquille o'neal like that would be weird. Like that's their brand. Their brand is having Shaquille O'Neal in a tiny, tiny Buick. But I think like when you're talking about this, our brand is to be us, I think. And I think that's why some people like certain people because they're just them. Like there may be certain things about them, certain idiosyncrasies or quirks that drive you crazy. But at the same time, those things are what make people different. Well, it's kind of like in the sports world, two people that come to mind to me, is one Aaron Rodgers, another Pat McAfee. I mean, those are two guys that you've kind of been able to see their brand uh, coming out very recently. And, you know, Pat McAfee's got a, a very crazy personality, but a lot of people like it. And Aaron Rodgers is someone that does some things that, like, some people are, aren't too happy with, but he's built his brand. And he, I mean, I guess he's, he's true to him, I guess. He, exactly. So uh, might do some things that, you know, we would question, other people would question. I don't know. But, uh, like, either way, he's sticking true to who he is. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's, well, first of all, for the brand is literally Pat McAfee's uh, yeah saying. So uh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So there you have that. But also, I think it's an interesting conversation because Jordan and I are twins, and a lot of people like to Wait. think. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> for people that don't know, and a lot of people like to say that like like when they first meet us, we're the same person, like we're treated that way. But we both have a distinctly different brand to us that makes us unique and different from each other and from everyone else. And I think that's very important and uh, very necessary for people to see those, once those masks come off of just seeing us and you start to realize who we are, it really starts to develop character and starts to, not just me and Jordan, but for everyone, it starts to differentiate ourselves. Yeah, because I think if you start hanging around the same people, you're going to start acting like them eventually. Yep. I see parts of me rub off on you guys and I see parts of you guys rub off on me and that speaks- I feel bad for the second part. Yeah. (laughs) Those are the parts of me I try to hide. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I, I, I can say that, like, I I think that one of, one of the most important things that I learned is if you're a leader, be consistent. Yeah. You have to be 
You have to be consistent. You have to be the same. And I'm not saying you have to do like the same rules all the time, because if you're stuck in your same rules and it's not working, it's not going to work, you know. But if you are same in your morals, you're same unless there's that big change, then you have to stick to that change. Um, Like you have to be somebody who just is consistent. I I guess that's the best way. I'm trying to think of another word, but there's no other word that's better than consistent, I think, for that. Um, it kind of goes back to our, our first podcast and little circle storytelling here, but keep yep. it real, keep it real to who you are. Right. Yeah. And so I think, you know, it's kind of cool to circle back to that one a little bit, but I mean, it's true. You just got to stay consistent, keep it real. And, uh, obviously life changes. Sometimes you have to change with it. Uh, but the change has to be for the better. And, uh, the, either way, you're still got to stay the same person that you are, no matter what's happening. For sure. So, Adam, you've had a very interesting day, um, and, and let's talk a little bit about uh, your radio appearance. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess it's an appearance. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I don't know what you call it because it's radio. They don't actually get to see you. But, Thank gosh. Yeah, um, you got a face reveal. That's why we do a podcast, yes, like a talk show. Yes, we should do a face reveal. <laughs> um, I think everyone that listens to us already knows probably who we are. Probably knows who we are, yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, for those that don't know, uh, I'm a part of a park board nonprofit uh, back where I'm from. Uh, we're building a park in honor of Lauren Hill. And if you don't know Lauren Hill, uh, I recommend Googling her, watching all of her uh, videos uh, and interviews that she did. Uh, in short, uh, she was a basketball player uh, who battled DIPG and she played for Division Three college, uh, Mount St. Joseph in uh, Cincinnati. Sold out a 10,502 seat arena, if I'm mistaken. I'm probably wrong, 10,000 at least, um, in a couple of minutes to watch her play just because of just how inspirational she was. Um, and so, uh, this guy that I knew uh, wanted to start this project, this park, in honor of her. And me, just as eighth grader back then, I, I wanted this uh, this mountain bike trail. And so, we, we put our ideas together. Um, Years later, we're, we're now a nonprofit. We're raising money. We have raised about $60,000 to date. Um, and the park's um, very close to being open. We're excited for it. Uh, hopefully open in the early months of 2022. Uh, so we're really excited. So today was Giving Tuesday, obviously, for those that don't know. Um, it's a good time to kind of clean your soul of <laughs> selfish, right. selfish yeah. spending on crap you are going to forget in a couple of weeks. Um, that's how I believe it. I'm not a very materialistic person. Just don't look at my bedroom. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was <laughs> going to say your bedroom no, is an I got to get to the punchline. Uh, but no, I mean, I it, it's a good day uh, to, to give to charities. And and, and I, I reached out to my local radio station. I said, hey, I love to chat about Giving Tuesday and the importance of it. Um, and also, you know, kind of give an update about the park. So I was on the radio today, I guess, um, just getting a quick interview in, uh, just kind of catching up on where we stand at the park financially and uh, physically as uh, it's getting pretty close to being built. So we're excited. I think I think that goes back to that's something you've committed yourself to and yeah. you haven't left it since going. Okay. Uh, there we college. go. Hey, circular storytelling. Right. Exactly. Again, double right. circular. So that's an important part of your life and you've you've cherished that it's a nonprofit. You're not getting anything for it. You're doing it because you've committed yourself to it. You don't want to leave that. And that's respectable. Yeah. I I said the line today during the radio interview, I said, yeah, it's, he's like, how, how does it feel? 
you know, to, to go to that park, which I did during Thanksgiving break. And I was like, I was speechless. I did. I, there was days and times where I never saw it happening. I said, there's no way this can happen. We've been through too much, um, but it's, it's happening. And uh, I said the line, I was like, yeah, I, it's funny. We started this project when I was in eighth grade and now I'm a freshman in college and it's still going on. So it's become very much a part of me and who I am yeah. as an individual. Well, I think like for me, I've not, not that same experience, but I have a similar experiences. I know you guys are going to make a joke, but my Eagle Scout project yeah. Um, was Eagle Scout? Y- yes, uh, th- there was a uh, th- th- I built a bridge for my Eagle Scout project behind my church. It was one that um, my buddy Ron L. Chicola had built before me, <laughs> and the church wanted some updates to it. So I gladly took on that project, which in hindsight was probably way too difficult of a project, but I did it. And um, I was really proud of it. And it was one of those like my dad and I spent a lot of time on it. Uh, my dad was my Eagle mentor. And uh, he he helped me with a lot of the engineering parts of it because uh, he's built our deck and stuff like that. So he gave me pointers. Like I, I still did it, but my dad was a huge help um, and I couldn't have done it without him. But I, I think like one line my dad said during the project was we use what we had and did what we could and God did the rest. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's somewhat similar to kind of how the park's gone, yep. you know, like we like it, things didn't go exactly the way we planned. Like literally there was a part of the project where we, the, the bridge was on level. So my dad and I literally took a sawzall and a car jack and we lowered it down enough nice. so that we could make it level and then concrete it together, which is very dangerous. Do not try sure. it at home. Try but, it at home kids. <laughs> yeah. Reliable. Uh, uh, we, we didn't do it. And er, yeah, we didn't do it. Wink, wink. And, uh, and, uh, that's how we got it level, but like, there are things that happened that, yeah, I wish I could have done over. Um, but at the same time, I'm really, really pleased on how it turned out. And, uh, it's something I'll forever be proud of. So I think that's the same thing, at least with, with the same, you know, kind of aspect with, with you, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So as we wrap up this episode, we do have our favorite question of the week here at the end. And I've, I've been thinking about this one. For a while, yeah, we've done cake or pie. We've done a few different topics. Um, Obviously, pie. And this is yeah. Sorry, sorry, Jordan. sorry. Um, but my my thing is, totally if you could pick one pie. type of pasta noodle to eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? I don't know what they're all called. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> like like I, just yeah. like Ooh, if, if there's one, I'm like not you the could cook. Choose. I'm not the cook, Tristan. Okay, I got mine. Yeah, what's yours? Um, so, you know, you could go with just a, a normal type of noodle, I guess, but you know, it kind of gets boring, but who doesn't like bow tie pasta? There we go. Yeah. So, I mean, that was pretty obvious to me. It's fun. It's bow ties. So you can just enjoy it. It's got a nice texture. I don't know. Yeah. I like bow tie pasta. Give me some pasta with butter. Give me, give me throw that, some red sauce on that. I don't care. Uh, bow tie it up. I like it. I'm going with cavatappi, which is like the corkscrew type of pasta. Cause then you get the sauce trapped in like the little nooks and crannies of the, uh, mm. of the pasta noodle. Yeah. That, that's good eats right there. Uh, what do you, what do you got Tyler? Well, the one that came into my mind first was gnocchi. Okay. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, that's potatoes. That's potato, yeah. Yeah. Does that count yeah. or no? Well, I'd say it still counts. It's still pasta. I was going to ask if that counts or not, but that'd be something I'd probably go with. I'm a big pasta guy. So, um, but gnocchi is just one that I find myself falling on to because, it, um, which is, I think you could do it in different ways if you needed to. 
Uh, so, and it's very good. So that's what I got. Adam. I, I really, I, I'm not good at this. I, uh, well, you're from Cincinnati, right? Yeah. Well, Cincinnati area. Right. And, and you have Cincinnati chili and yep. what's below Cincinnati chili noodles. Yes. But what kind? String noodles. Spaghetti noodles. I, yeah. I think that's the answer. I think that's your Spaghetti answer. Spaghetti noodles. That's right. Because then you can never eat Skyline Chili again if, if you did. I eat Coney. I eat two Coney's. Okay. Well, never mind us. then. <laughs> Cue the outro. Well, <laughs> and that'll do it for this episode. We hope you tune in maybe next week. Depends on. I, I don't see any reason why we wouldn't. No, I think we, we could do it. We could do it Monday. I might be out of here. Oh, wait, 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 wait. We'll be here next week. All right. We're not going anywhere, folks. All right. We'll, we'll see you next week. COVID and all. We're doing right. it for you. <laughs> yep. We'll see you next Bye-bye. week. See ya. Bye.